Nation is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I realize we've been a little flippant with the podcast. Really flippant. Really, really. We just had a lot going on the last few weeks. When I really sit down and think about it. There's been no accountability around here. When I get paid, there will be accountability. Right now, this is a a volunteer organization. But, um, no, we need to get back on track. Not just because, like, this is what we do. And people have honestly said they're sad when there's not a new podcast up. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is a break from the goddamn dog. I literally That's right. Yeah, yeah. You were excited to, to come record today just to be able to create the dog and get away from the dog. It's National Puppy Day when we're recording oh. this. Oh, yeah. Oh, he is fucking crazy. Who the hell? Who the hell told us that bulldogs are lazy? Because that, that, that's not real. That's, that's fiction. That's a unicorn. He's nuts. <laughs> Again, this is, just, uh, this is just pure annoyance by volume of interaction. I know. I know. I spend the most time with the dog because my job allows me to have him with me when I work. Pat's job does not. He could, but it would be a huge distraction to him and his clients. For me, like, I'm just kind of working with myself so I can have the dog. So the dog's with me the most. And he's driving me crazy. Like a toddler these days, right? Jesus. Like, I, there's nothing you can do to wear him out. This is not, this is not for lack of effort. Like, I, I, I was told, I was told that bulldog puppies can go for walks, but mm-hmm. it should only be one minute per month of life. So that would be right now about five minutes, maybe six. Um, yesterday, we went on a 42-minute walk. He came home and was still bouncing off the walls. I quit. I just don't know what to do to wear him out. There's so, no way to do it. You should have figured this out when we were um, from when we were parents. People always said the same shit about our kids. That's true. Do this, do that. It's going to make them sleep. No, never no, slept. Nothing makes them sleep. Never nothing. slept. And all of a sudden, you find out four years later, oh, he's on the autism spectrum. That's why he's not sleeping at all. Okay. Now I understand. Maybe the dog's on the autism spectrum. <laughs> Maybe the dog's on the spectrum. Maybe he's just a damn puppy. Maybe that, too. But, I mean, I'm sure. Do you think he'll calm down when we get his uh, snip snip? Oh, get out. AJ's so obsessed with cutting his balls. You're, yeah, but you, we she's have She's so upset. You know why? Because to her, she's like, that'll fix the problem. Well, no, it's and, not and fixing the problem. The problem is now he's a five-month-old, six-month-old, five-month. Five-month-old puppy. I don't give a shit what kind of dog it is. No, I don't care. I don't care if you're raising an actual hippo, not just a house <laughs> hippo, the American house hippo. That's what we call him is the house hippo. Uh, but, if you know, any any animal out there, I think even, out, even fucking sloths. In like, I wonder if sloth babies are 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 high energy. Fucking have a little bit more better, you know. No, don't I, worry, calm down, you'll no, be okay. All right. Hey, it's the 190th episode of the Pat and AJ podcast. Oh, I promise. Oh, we're so close to 200. I know. More than just bulldog talk. Although I will say, on National Puppy Day, uh, bulldogs having a moment. Not ours. Ours is English bulldog, which has skyrocketed in in. in I don't, I don't feel like popularity, maybe acceptance. Yes. I always feel like they were popular. People always knew about English Bulldogs, 
But they, they had a bad reputation. They had this weird reputation for being like tough guys, or mean, vicious dogs, yeah. and they're they're so yeah. not at all. So, um, but they're still not what you'd call a popular dog. And when you say popular dog, it's if like they're expensive as shit, I just say popular dog, American, American. If I say popular dog, what do you think? One, two, three, go. Uh, lab. Thank you. All right. Do you know this was the first time Lanta. in, I think, three decades that the lab was bumped off the top number one part of the list? The uh, AKC top dog list came out. And um, yeah, if you own a bulldog of the French variety, you have one of the most popular breeds in America. That's right. Number one, numero uno. Everyone's got a French bulldog. And now I'm like, hold on. I do see a lot of French bulldogs. I always mess up French Bulldogs with Boston Terriers. They're close, right? Like yeah. I feel like the, the, the French Bulldogs share with all the Bulldogs the smushed in face. Yes. I feel like the Boston Terriers have a little bit more I snout. Think so. I don't know. My aunt, I can't remember if my aunt has Boston Terriers or French Bulldogs. I'm pretty sure she has a French Bulldog now. I think she used to have Boston Terriers because she texted me when she found out we got Finn and she was like, you know, welcome to the world of the smush face and the snoring and the slobbering. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's 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 everywhere. Luckily, though, I have found that the slobbering, very easy to clean up. And there's not a lot of it. Not but, yet. He, but, you know, you just get a little wet towel, <laughs> you yet. wipe it up. You know, not yet. Shush. Shush. Uh, normally, like you said, AJ, labs are number one. Yeah, for like 30 years, man. That's crazy. They get uh, bumped down to uh, number two. Still a lot of big dogs in the top 10, though. You know, I was shocked about that. I feel like Americans like... like. Uh, well, we do. It, it, it is kind of cliche that Americans like everything bigger. Big dogs, right? Yeah. Uh, German Shepherds on the list. Golden Retriever. Now, it says Bulldog comes in at number 10, but what the fuck? I don't understand. Is there just a straight Bulldog breed? I don't know. See, Is I, that an American Bulldog? I know because an American an American Bulldog is an American Bulldog. Then there's we have the English Bulldog. And, and American Bulldogs are big. Like I saw one a couple of weeks ago. A guy was walking it. And I was like, oh, he's so cute. What is he? He's an American Bulldog. And he was just, he was a unit. Like he was a <laughs> big dude. I mean, he'd still just look like a Bulldog, but he was big. And he's like, oh, yeah, American Bulldogs get bigger than English. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There, bulldog is not just a breed. There's different breeds of bulldog. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty neat though. The the people who have asked what kind of bulldog is he, you know, like I'm like, oh, he's English. I am a little shocked that that people don't know that. Is 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 that me being snobby? I feel like the English bulldogs are just easy to identify, well, or maybe because he's so small right now. Yeah, I mean, well, we're dog people too. I I've thought That's of that. True. I'm like people who have never had a dog. And we'll never have a dog. Like, this is so, it's such a foreign concept. Yeah, so, right. yeah. All, uh, all the non dog people tune the fuck out of oh, this yeah. podcast are gone. Don't seven, worry. seven minutes are all Give us gone. a couple of minutes. We'll be out of this. <laughs> uh, one to 10 in order. Number one, French Bulldog. Number two, Lab. Number three, Golden Retriever. Four, German Shepherd. That's a great dog. Number five, Poodles. Number six, Bulldog. Seven, Rottweilers. Eight, Beagles. Nine, Dachshunds. And number 10, German short-haired pointers. Oh, they're so cute. And there's a whole bunch after that. Well, of course, yeah. It's pretty interesting, though, man. 
Yeah, I'm really glad ours isn't a crate think, right now. I mean, do you <laughs> think that's kind of like a TikTok effect? Do you think it's one of those things where they the more, like, the more we see, the more we go, "Ooh, what's that?" And then we go, "Ooh, I, I want that." So they actually, um, they kind of, well, it, but it doesn't make sense because social media has not been around for 30 years yet. They kind of blamed the lab thing on social media. They're like everybody, and and you know, because now there's so many different, you know, incantations of labs. There's labradoodles, lab. Oh blah, blah, yeah, blah, the labs blah. have got yeah the labs. Which been we farmed to, out, sure. Yeah, we used to just call them mutts. Mutts, right? <laughs> um, but now they all have goofy-ass names. But, yeah, no, I think they, they basically said, like, social media has a huge effect totally. on what kind, of people, what kind of dog people buy. Absolutely, man. All right. There's your dog talk. All right, all done. Done. He's in his done. crate. Let's talk about something else. All right. I got something else for you. Okay. I haven't thought about this in a long time, all right? So, here, let's, let's all think about this. Because I heard this today. Um, and again, I've just been out of the dating scene for a long time. I have. There's lots of rules out there, things that I'm not fucking aware of. And this includes, by the way, the use of uh, sharing your location with a significant other. You heard about that? Yeah, we do that, don't we? Yeah, but we're fucking married, okay? Well, yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is people like meet each other and that is like, you know. And share their location. That's like a step in the uh, process. Like, well, are you going to share your, your location with me? Oh like, God. are you going to be that, like, are we going to be that transparent with each other? So if you say you're at the gym, you're really at the gym, not out at the bar with some other chick or something. Oh, wow. See, AJ doesn't know about this shit. See, that's huh. good. That's how far we've been off the dating scene. Good. I don't ever plan on being back on it. <laughs> um, The appropriate age for you to date under you, right? So going down. Yeah. Do you have any... Again, and you haven't been, you know, on the scene in a long time. But in general, is there any rule you ever followed? Any appropriate, like, this age is appropriate for this age? You know what? It's funny you say that because just the other day I was thinking about, because um, a, a few friends from high school popped up, popped up on Facebook. And in high school, I was dating somebody two years younger than me. Okay. And that was looked down upon. Oh, in high school, there is that stigma, right? Like but, of the seniors and the sophomores. Yeah, so I and, was yeah. a senior and he was a sophomore. And, you know, it didn't help. He was in my sister's class. So, yeah. like, my sister, you know, she hated him and all that stuff. But I also realized that some of the popular kids were dating people that were two years younger than them as well. Mm. And that was okay. <laughs> oh, and I was like, I think it's because I'm a dork. You're just learning that there's a uh, two-way street yeah. for the popular kids and not. It was a hierarchy. It was fine for them to do it, but not fine for me. But then I was like, God, like at this age, two years is yeah. not a big deal. At that age, it was a huge deal. So now let's put you out into the world of the bars. Let's say you're 21, yeah. right? How far up do you think you'd feel comfortable? If you were 21 hanging out in a bar, which you were... And you met somebody and 27, you, 20, ooh, 20. Look at that. You had an exact number. 27, 27. Yeah. Any re like, is that a rule? Is that a reason? Is that just where you landed no, one day? It was just more like, I realized like one, the closer you get to 30, like the less we're going to have in common at this gotcha. point. Okay. So I'm like 27 seems about right. Okay. And like, that makes sense because you and the guy I dated before you, you guys were both 26 at the time, and mm -hmm. I was 20, what, 22, 20, something like that? No, were you 22, 23? How yeah. old are, yeah. About that. Yeah. Okay. And that was, that was plenty. I didn't want to go any higher than okay. that. Which, and, and, because and, a lot of people older than that had kids and stuff at that point. I was like, I can't. Well, that's and not for me right you, now. again, just because you started talking about generational stuff, you know, AJ is a, right in the core uh, Zennial, which is a micro generation. So if you start going above, seven, eight years, you're getting into hardcore Gen X guys yeah. 
And they're not. You're the tail end of Gen X. Yeah. So you and I worked out. That was fine. But you go any further. Yeah. It starts getting into like you're in a different generation. Like, oh, well, I remember growing up back then. Right. Yeah. If you you grew up, quote unquote, in the 70s, (laughs) I grew up in the 80s. We probably aren't going to jive. I heard this phrase today and it just really kind of made me stop and think half your age plus seven. Half your, oh, that's a lot of math. I know, you got to do math. All right, so let's do the math. I'm 44 years old, so okay. half my age is 22, which is fucking wild. <laughs> that's wild. That that when I was 20, man. that when I was 22, someone was born who is now 22. Yeah. That's wild. So, all right, half my age is 22. If I add seven, that's 29. 29. Yeah. So theoretically, as a 44-year-old man, they say the youngest that I would be able to appropriately date would be a 29-year-old. Ooh. What do you think? What do you think? I just... It, I 44-year-old man, 29-year-old woman. I do feel like now we're going to get into like the gender thing, but... Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's very different if an older woman is dating a younger right, man. Right, like all types different. of like, different stigmas. But let's but, just, so so that that was something that I heard today that was kind of like preached as, oh, that's the acceptable, that's the basic math. That's the algebra that's been released to the dating community of how we figure out where that line is. I mean, I'm a big believer that age is just a number because I'm 40 years old and I sure as hell don't feel like it. Yeah. But as far as like commonality in your relationship, what the hell in common are you going to have with a 29-year-old? So if I'm 44... They, I'm, haven't even hit, they have not even hit 30 yet. That's just, are you going to have any? Yeah, I've got one friend that I've made locally here who's in his late 20s, creeping up on 30, but not there. And yeah, I mean, put it like this. We're friends, and I enjoy his company, and we see each other. I don't think like we'll end up hanging out every Friday night. No, and that's no. nothing against him. No. I just think at a certain point, like you just don't have that much in common. We're, we're kind of in different phases yeah. of of life. That's my only, yeah. That's my only thing. Now, I also believe though, like the older you get, the less relevant that age becomes. Because like I listened to the Howard Stern show, and Howard, I believe, is he in his seventies yet? <laughs> if not, he's damn close. He's really close, and his wife is in her like very early fifties. But they mesh perfectly yeah like i mean she's clearly younger than him yeah but they mesh like it works and i feel like the older you get the less age is an issue yeah but when you're still i say anything man under 35 like you just have so much growing up to do that i just don't feel like you would have anything in common with somebody older than you it was really interesting when um i had that math kind of thrown at me right because it was kind of thrown as like hey this is like gen z accepted um equations right so i love learning like like new shit i won't lie for as much as you know being a, again a zennial which is tail end of gen x with the millennials um basic i grew up without technology and then technology came and i'm not tech stupid um it is i i have fun with the gen zers where millennials kind of got on my nerves for a minute when oh, i was yeah. when i was like 29 and all of a sudden they became like a word and a thing they got on my nerves gen zers fucking love them yeah, love they're them. awesome. Love them. Love learning things like this. It's simple math. Oh, yeah, half your age plus seven. Boom. It is very weird now that, like, I see all these BuzzFeed articles about things that Gen Z hates about the millennials because yeah. the millennials used to be the youngest generation. Yeah, they're not I've anymore. Had to, I've had to correct my dad on that. My dad is such a curmudgeon. Like, he... <laughs> Does he still blame the millennials for everything? He's guy in his 60s who blames the millennials for everything, and I have to correct him. I'm like, no, Dad, that was your generation that fucked that up, actually, for the millennials. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's very weird to see the millennials now be like middle-aged and they're not the youngest generation anymore. Yeah. It's bizarre. 
So I heard that um, about dating, right? That, that that is kind of acceptable math. So think about that. You're 35. So when you're 35, half your age is, uh, let's just round up to 13. Yeah. Okay. Um, or no, it'd be 15, 16, right? Don't ask me. 17. <laughs> so half your. I tune out so fast. Half your age at 35 is 17. Yeah. If if we were to tack on uh, seven years as 24. So at 35, the youngest you should go is 24. I'd so the math kind of evolves yeah. as you evolve. Does that so make what, sense? What was it? Half your age plus seven? Half your age plus seven. So 35. So that would be me at 40 dating a 27-year-old. 27-year-old, yes. That would be the youngest you theoretically should go appropriately without there being all types like power imbalances. I love hearing the way they talk about all this shit. Now they're like, well, you want to make sure you're not in a relationship that has a power imbalance. And that can happen sometimes what? when you're in different phases of your life. It is just really weird now because like we, uh, in case you don't know, we watch a lot of wrestling in this house <laughs> and I want to know how you're going there with this, but go ahead. Um, like I've, I've expressed how some of the male wrestlers are really hot. Yeah. And I do tend to skew younger. I'm still not going like the guys in their 50s to me are still like my dad. Like I still can't. That's yeah. just, I cannot. Okay. So you're talking that. about the professional wrestlers yes. that we see on TV. Like, listen, that's just part of the gist, right? They, these guys and gals have great bodies and that's why they're on TV doing what they do. So you're saying you see some of these guys and you think they're they're hot. So I'm going to ask you some names. Well, and that's the thing now is I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, so-and-so's hot, but I have to Google it because I'm like, holy shit, yeah. am I old enough to be their mom All now? right. Give me a name right now of someone who you think's hot in AEW. Ricky, we, we, Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. All right. So do you know how old Ricky Starks is? Uh, I, th- I looked it up once, but I can't remember. Right. Ricky Starks, American professional wrestler. He is 33 years oh, old. perfect. Yeah. You're appropriate. You're, way, you're, you're appropriate. way age appropriate for totally. him. Totally. I don't know if he'd want to date an old lady who's 40. Uh, he's... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not something he's interested in. You got um, any other ones? Let's see. How about uh, Sammy Guevara? Sammy Guevara. I don't think he's super hot, but he's a really good looking Sammy dude. Guevara, currently married to uh, Ty, Ty, uh, Ty Mello. Ty Mello. She used to She's be Ty gorgeous, Conti. Yeah. She had to change her name. Sammy Guevara, uh, he is 29 years okay, old. Okay, still not old enough to be his mom. He's in his 20s, so that's still, by that math... That's that's okay. He'd be age appropriate. Fuck, I don't want to check one now for me because it's going to be weird. Ooh. All right, I'll check one for me. Um, Ooh, let's, no, let me check it for you. All right, oh, you want to do yeah. it? Yeah. Um, let me think of the female wrestler that I would date who's on AEW Isn't right like now. Sky Blue. I know she's too young. I just like her because she's from Chicago. I can't even give <laughs> okay. you her name because I know she's too young. Who do you like? I'm going to go with Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford, um, who is married, by the way, so of course, a chance of zero of actually ever being with this woman, married to a guy named Kip Sabian, I believe. Uh, Penelope Ford, current AEW wrestler. She was born in 92. Motherfucker. What, what is that? No, we're sitting that she's 30. She's 31. All right, that's fine. It's not too bad. I could do that. You could do that. We, we can still talk music and stuff. Yeah. Who else? You ever... Um, Give me one more. One more? Yeah. I'll go Britt Baker. Britt Baker. DMD. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She can't be too young because she's a doctor. Like, I mean, that takes a she, long time she has to, to be go to school her t- I mean, if, I mean, if you're fresh out medical school, you could be like late 20s. 31. 31? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Was it? I mean, you ever date like like obnoxiously one way or the other? No, I've always been within five years. Did you ever hook up? No, I did once. No, everybody now that was... I look back, it's fucking weird. 
at the time didn't I you, didn't you bang your friend's mom yeah I banged <laughs> were you when this happened uh, it wasn't half her age plus seven Ah, um ah. i mean listen if i honestly say it out loud you're gonna fucking say that i was abused but fine i guess that's technically how it could be looked at how old were you fuck i was either 16 or 17 okay that's i'd say 17 17 is the more appropriate age of consent which which i will say in chicago that's why i had to have been 16 because 17 in chicago is is no big deal yeah 17 you're an adult they'll throw you in county jail you can bang whoever you want 17 is like a weird fucking adult age i do remember that is that uh my boyfriend and i didn't have sex till he turned 17 okay so same thing up there yeah i was like two years older than him but we were just nervous about it so i had so i had to have been 16 and if i can use my best judgment man she had to have been early 40s oh my god fuck and listen i know like like i said technically that's more on her what the heck just real quick oh man tell me why do you want to get all into this this why do you want to get into this there's a huge not suitable for work warning oh whatever um Talking about Pat's fucking high school sex capades. Jesus. This is very like American pie-ish, but yeah. it happened in real life. How, <laughs> how does this happen in real life? Like, How does this happen in real life? You guys life? been flirting and you didn't know it. Like, how okay. does this happen with, with a 40-something-year-old well, woman and a 16-year-old okay. teenager? So there was, if you're familiar with them, um, there were these three-story apartment building. I'm uncomfortable with your hand and your pants. Oh, you sorry. I'm just sitting here just because now I'm fucking nervous. Like, you're like, oh, I don't want to get you know, this He's a guy. He sticks his hand in I'm his like, pants oh, and doesn't man. realize okay. it. But. Um, stay busy. Before I used to smoke cigarettes. Now I just want to play with my cock. Um, so there used to be these three, there still are, three level apartment buildings, right? Okay. So, you, you know, there's a top floor, a middle floor, and then a garden apartment. And they all share like a common, yeah. you know, very often, became, hopefully, if you were lucky, you had very nice neighbors and you'd be had friends, maybe had a little barbecue in the backyard. Um, I had a, a trio of friends. Who, Jesus Christ. I just wish one of them a happy birthday yesterday. Wild. One of them just had a birthday. I feel horrible because he just had a big tragedy in his life. So I'm like, dude, hope you're doing okay. So this uh, family I knew with these three boys. They moved into one of these apartments. So, you know, all of a sudden now you're like, oh, that's where we go get them. So you go to yeah. hang out there. Below them was another apartment where this woman lived. And she had, um, fuck, you're going to nail me here. So she had three kids, right? Okay. And the oldest one, if we were 16. Get your hand out of your pants. Fuck, sorry. I'm, I'm just so fucking nervous now. I know. It's so funny. So, um and and by the way, I'm not going up my dick. I'm playing with my no. I know. Fucking, uh, it's just when you have your hand up your shorts, that's what it looks. I like. I have big baggy shorts on. I yeah. put my hand up and I play with my uh, inner thigh boxers. Like I sit here and play with the material. Not playing with your ding. Not playing my ding dong. So the her oldest kid was maybe like thirteen. So were you friends with him? And so the oldest kid kind of absorbed up with us because kind I was hung out. Okay, I was sixteen, and then the three boys that I knew. One was that age. Okay. Like the youngest brother was 13 and then there was like a 14 year old and then the one my age, 16. So it was kind of like her oldest absorbed into our group and then that kind of open communication. And before you knew it, you were kind of hanging out. In her apartment. Yeah. In like both apartments. And it was like, all right, so if they're not home, we'll hang out here. Or if someone's parents fucking on the rag about something, you go to, you know, somewhere else. And quickly we figured out there was a lot more freedom in her uh, apartment. In her apartment. We could kind of do whatever the fuck we want. I'm shocked. 
And then I remember the one night. Oh, this is how I found the end. Fuck me. I was a fucking shark even back then. 16 That's years old. That's why I definitely... This is terrible. I wouldn't say you were abused because I know you were You I were know. like a poon <laughs> hound for, for decades. I remember... Decades. I remember how she told me. And now that I look back, maybe she was fucking trying to put the chum in the water, right? Yeah, and again, shame on her, yeah. but still. Uh, we were somehow hanging out, whatever, and it was me and her bullshitting about whatever. Just alone? I think so. It was one of those things where okay. it became kind of like a fucking frat house. Yeah. And like, if there was no one there, you just hung out because eventually someone would show yeah, up and okay. then you'd, we'd all have to hang out and do something. She is a model parent. So I remember we were talking and she told me about uh, how she hooked up with uh, uh, this guy. And it was kind of like a guy that we all knew. He circle, was yeah, yeah. A, couple, a couple years older, right? In his 20s. And she goes, yeah. She goes, I was just taking a shower uh, after, after work. And he just uh, slipped in the bathroom and slipped in the shower. And, and like, we we hooked up. And I was sitting there like, well, that's fucking, that's crazy. That's Again, wild. Why a 40-something-year-old woman is volunteering this information to a teenage right. boy is beyond but me. But so I remember, like, we were talking about whatever, and she, it was, oh, well, I hooked up with that guy. And, and, like, what did she look like real quick? Was she hot? <sighs> no. Um, acceptable, <laughs> passable, right? Like when you're 16, you have different, you know, when your dick is hard, it's, it's, doesn't it's matter, really. the very varying standards. Um, but, but definitely not like a fucking she knockout like mouth. No, yeah. no, 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 She's no. not like Jennifer Coolidge. No, in no, 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 no. Okay. Not, not MILF by, by any, okay. not like grotesque. Yeah. Not like, oh my God, repulsive, but definitely not like one okay. that you'd fucking rip a picture out of Cosmopolitan. So now I'm even more confused as to Fuck how this me. happened. So that was kind of like, you know, it, it was an, it was an odd offering, right? Uh, of, yeah. of, of information. And even then I must've been able to smell, like I said, the chum in the water <laughs> where she's kind of offering up this info and we ended up making um and i don't know if it was that night fucking i don't know but we ended up making a taco bell run um just you and her yeah she, hey we're, we're go get taco bell fine go get taco bell she had this big fucking hoopty right this big old fucking course, hoopty yeah. ride and we go to this taco bell and this is back in the days are you ready for this boys and girls of beepers oh wow i had a fucking pager right so we're at taco bell beep 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 phone goes off Right. And I say, hey, pay, pay phone right here. Can you pull up? She pulls up after we get the tacos, parks. I get out. You know, I call back this beep, beep, beep. Get back in the car. Uh, tell her who it was. Don't remember that part. But we're then now together in a car parked. <laughs> you guys did it in the car? Calm down. Oh, my God. And then I remember we quickly, like, it was one of those, like, quickly, like, boom, boom, we're going to make out. I still don't know how that happens. And then, like, we started making out, and she starts going for the unbuckling of my shorts. Woo! So I'm thinking, like, I'm going to get a fucking beach here in the Taco Bell parking lot. <laughs> you had Taco Bell in the car Taco at Taco Bell time. in the car, right? There's Taco Bell in the car, and I'm more concerned with the beach than the burrito. That's sad. That That's that's wisdom that comes with age. And so, of, of course, you know... Um, like a movie, a car pulls into the Taco Bell parking lot and like, you know, huge lights go across your car and all of a sudden she's like jolted. Oh, we're all jolted. It's like, okay, we should go. Right. So then we start to drive home. Obviously that tension, like now there has been a crossing of the, like now we have just crossed a huge barrier and it's like, what do you want to do about that? And I shit you not. She just pulled over in a little spot on the way back to the house and we hooked up in the car and, uh, 
then with the tacos in the car with the tacos just, in the car I always say and that because we, Taco Bell is very <laughs> aromatic in the car and I just feel like that it would doesn't be a, sound very sexy in, in retrospect which it's must, not sexy at all you know it was a 40 something year old woman taking advantage of a horny teenage boy but uh but uh, yeah and and she definitely did because there was it was probably Gross. I would say for like a month we were like you know jackrabbiting and uh wait a minute so what? you did oh, it fuck now oh you didn't know that part you did it more than once yeah oh my god you it guys like i legit fucking, didn't know all this oh like, yeah it became like a thing for like a while he told me in passing that yeah. he screwed his friend's mom and i was like <laughs> I, I just haven't asked but i've always been curious <laughs> it's such a weird like like you said it became a punchline what the hell because is wrong of with american this woman? pie think, think about for one second here i know that would be like I know. me go ahead say it and I'm even younger than she was. Yeah, you are. 40 years old. Yeah. That would be like me yeah. banging one of our kids' That's friends. Crazy. That is vile and disgusting. Never in a million years would there be a moment in the car with Taco Bell that I would like lean over and make a move on a teenager. But that is shame on her. And again, I know you. And I know it was consensual. Yeah, like I don't. But feel you were not. Like, no, you know, yeah. I, 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 Nobody called the cops on yeah. this lady. But I also like you. You were a poon hound. You bet. You're still a poon hound. Yeah. He he hounds my poon all day. I mean, I'll tell you what though. But, I mean, but you listen, were not old enough to make that decision for for a, for a woman who is in her forties, right? What the hell is wrong with this lady? And let's be honest, ladies, in your forties, if it's gonna work the way it's supposed to work. Is you blossom, your flower blossoms, which is fine. There, which, but there well, are other on, options which, than sixteen-year-old boys, which is fine. But usually around that same time, your husband, right, the guy you've been with since fucking high school, looks like Homer Simpson, right? <laughs> his sex drive drops off. All of a sudden, his all of a sudden he needs fucking blue pills, and you're like, I'm fucking ready, that Jack. Is still not a reason to and bang so, a teenage boy. I'm just saying, if her flower was blooming, she got like grade A dick because that's like you know back Gross. when back when it was uh, you know all day any day. So uh, yeah, that went on for like a so month. Who, who shut it down? You or her? I think I did because, like anything, I started dating like a girl my age. Oh, I know, weird, huh? <laughs> and it was just like one of those things, like, hey, that was cool, but now I'm dating her, and I'm kind of, you know, gonna the do that thing. The fact that you had to break it off, yeah. Well, I mean, it was like it was a listen. It wasn't Mary Kay Letourneau where we fucking whispered sweet nothings into each, each other's eyes. We 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 didn't sit there and go, you know. We can run away. Yeah, I know. And no, it was literally pee in the bejee. And then done. And, yeah. and then fucking blow low, done. And just, hey, see you next time. It was very oddly fucking, not mechanical, maybe. I don't, animalistic. That's a great word. I mean, that's it. probably. Very animalistic. That is the only saving grace I will allow this woman is that it was purely physical. Yeah. I still don't understand what she saw in a 16-year-old boy. I was a good-looking kid, man. No, you were. And I've Thank seen you. pictures of you. You were handsome. You're a good-looking dude. Absolutely. I did look older than, than I was, you too. You did. I was also very much that and guy. did you say your voice dropped really young, too? I, oh, God. Eighth grade. Eighth yeah. grade is when I got the quote-unquote radio voice. Uh, eighth grade, I remember I used to get busted out by my teacher all the time because she knew when I was talking because I was the only boy in the yeah. class who had a deep voice. Um, and I was also that kid who, you know, uh, freshman year, I remember I looked like Luke Perry because I could grow full-blown uh, you know, uh, uh, chops, uh, full-blown sideburns. And then by my sophomore year, of course, oh, you want a goatee? Boom, I could grow a full goatee. I was that kid who at 17 during the 90s, before they gave a fuck, I could get liquor from the shady liquor stores. Yeah. Remember those days? Oh, Not now. You can't get motherfucking Advil without a fucking ID. I know, right? I grew up in a wild time when they didn't give a fuck. They're like, NyQuil, let me see your ID. 
The lower the socioeconomic neighborhood, the less they gave a fuck That's when true. you walked in. So, yes, I always kind of fancied myself as looking older. Of course, when you're a young man, that makes you feel like you can act older. And I mean, how did you feel? Did you feel like I just tagged my friend's mom and it's cool? It or was, was it like you don't tell anybody? It, it, did anybody know? No, I don't think anyone. Like, I think eventually, like, towards the end, it kind of got out a little bit within, like... The immediate click, like, dude, I think fucking homies banging old girl. All I can picture is like you and this kid eventually. Oh, not with him. Well, like, no, but like, what like with I'm other people. Is, like, I can just yeah. see you getting, like, you know, you get into a fight, and all of a sudden it comes out, hey man, I fucked your mom, and then like you start beating the shit out of each other. What? That's what? what? You fucked your mom. Guess homie? what? Guess what? Not, not once, not twice, ten oh, times. Oh my goodness! Wow. Hope you don't have the kids in the car for this one. NSFW. Make sure you label this one. <laughs> this They're all fucking labeled, but this I'm one. I'm 40 years old and I'm uncomfortable yeah, in this that's conversation. That's fucking weird, man. Gross. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that happened. Do you everyone? remember her name? Yeah. Because I'm going to stalk her on Facebook. No, you're not. Yes, I, I, I don't remember her last name, so you'll never. I mean, I don't. It was, you know, you're 16. You know anyone's last name. We can find her. No, you can't. Yes, we can. No, it's such a bland name. You'll never find it. I can mm-hmm. tell you that I saw her. Are you friends with her kid on Facebook? No, no. I, um, I can find her kid. I saw her once. I remember I was in college because I kind of, when I was 18, and I guess I should also say this, right? Boys and girls, the dangers of drugs and alcohol. And I really did. I had a fucking some kind of substance abuse problem, alcoholic from like probably 16 on. Okay. I just dived into getting fucked up and we all kind of got, I don't know what it was. It was just, that was, that's what you did in the neighborhood. We'd be, we were 22 year olds at like 14. If you're not understanding this, watch the show Shameless. It's, yeah. like The just, show Shameless really gave me an insight into what Pat's upbringing was yeah. like because it was not like that for me. Yeah. It was just very weird where, you know, you hung out in the evenings in the alley with a 12 pack of MGD when you were 17 because someone got that <laughs> and you did it and then you ripped off a joint and whatever. So it was a weird life. So I know during that time it was really when I was getting deep into Anything you throw at me, I was trying. Okay. Um, I was starting to fuck around with PCP. I was already drinking. Like, I mean, beer was just kind of the base, right? Yeah. Beer was the base of the day, the evening. And then you would add in whatever it would be, maybe marijuana, maybe PCP. Uh, fuck it. I'll say it just so kids know not to fuck around, man. Cocaine, a lot of experimentation. Don't do these things, do you this guys. Shit. It's bad was, news. It, it, it fucking stunted me for so long. But so I, I wonder, because a lot of it started to become a thing where I'd get fucked up and then be like, hey... And you know, it did would, she know you were fucked up? I would assume because I probably, so I probably, po- I'd probably be partying. Like I, I, well, I'd be partying probably in her house. Well, that's the, what I'm. That well, yeah, that's that's I, what I'm saying is that I'm probably drinking there or upstairs at my buddy's I, house or outside. I know you, and it's. I can see how you would have been a very hard person to quote unquote take advantage of. I know you. Yeah. I know you inside and out. Yeah. I have more of a beef with this woman yeah. because now I am in my 40s and I think that So it now is, it's cuz like you think she knew I was fucked up like now is it more like taking advantage of or something That's gross. I mean it's gross like yeah. b- baseline yeah. gross. But like this just made it more disgusting. Yeah, I was doing Maybe a, yeah. yeah, now somebody maybe should call the cops. No, I'm just kidding. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> But I mean, and, That's and fucked up. just so you know, this whole period of my time and, and this specific one was kind of a precursor to a, to a, a real quick, like, like decline, you know, uh, 
at 17, I, I did a quick uh, stint in like juvenile uh, uh, detention uh, in Chicago, Cook County. And after that, by the way, you go in, they drug test you. Oh, God. And so the judge is like, wow, you tested positive for everything. So <laughs> so on top of what you're already in here for. <laughs> so when, when you know, um, I was put into what they call an intensive outpatient program. It's called IOP. For anyone who watches intervention, you may hear that term tossed around. But basically, especially at that point in age, um, it kept you busy from sunup to sundown unless you were in school. Okay. So Monday through Friday. You go to school, you get out of school, school got out at, let's say, 2 o'clock. You had to be at this place by 2.45. You go to this place at 2.45, it's you, a bunch of other delinquents. There's a counselor in the room. This is what I'm talking about, why I fucking do what I do now, guys. I've had therapists and counselors and social workers around me my whole life. Even if I didn't know how to use their help, they've been around me. So you would go to this program, and there'd be this guy. I still remember his name. His name was Julian. And he was like a, a an old gang member. You know, dropped his flags, which is called not getting out, just saying I'm no longer in, which yeah. is kind of a dangerous thing. Dropped his flags, had one of those stories, you know, got his degree. Now he's a counselor and he's helping us kids. And we would talk about all types of shit. Remember, we watched the movie Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> well, really? Yeah, Nick Cage. Remember that? Yeah, I remember the movie. I just, I'm confused as to why you it's watched it. Danger than alcohol. This is a dark ass movie. When's the last time you watched it? A long time ago. Oh, you got to be on some fucking hard antidepressants to enjoy that movie. But so I would do that from like 2.45 until 8 o'clock at night. Okay. And then they would send you straight home. So you really had no time to fuck around. Yeah. No time Good. to fuck around. Of course, there's all the uh, random dr- uh, drug tests, you know, so they would yeah. drug test you. And they were super dope because they would let you test dirty once if it was just for weed. <laughs> they, they they had a literal because we were a bunch even of even back then we realized was a, weed is not that big it was of a, a deal. bunch of delinquents and gang members and we were just fucking and, and they're like listen guys just if you're gonna test dirty today for weed raise your hand and then of course one hand would always go up right yeah and then they would they would, they would always go what the fuck happened it, it was great and the person would come up with the crazy excuse normally when something like this i was in the car and they were smoking weed. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and they, they said, do you want some? I said, no, because I can't smoke right now. I'm on probation and I'm in this program. So they kept smoking. It must have been a contact high. I love that. Haven't they disproven <laughs> that whole like. Literally, it's been scientifically disproven. But of course, the counselor <laughs> would say, okay, thanks for the bullshit. But um, and, and thank you for being semi-honest. Don't do it again. Um, so, you know, I was in that program. Now, this is the unfortunate part of it, right? is that at 18, I kind of did that, finished high school. And I was in this summer between high school and college. My mom had signed me up for college and didn't even know it yet. Since the drugs were kind of gone now, now I, I was kind of done with them. Yeah, I was like, boy, that was a weird year yeah. where I did all these drugs, every fucking one. Some I enjoyed, some I didn't. Some were scary, some were fun. But everyone drinks around this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I picked up booze at 18 in a very acceptable, cultural, social way. Yeah. And didn't put that shit down till my 30s. For a yet. long time. And really, again, when I mean in a socially acceptable way, I remember at 18, I was a nice boy in college then. I would uh, give uh, take my uh, girlfriend's grandmother to the store. She'd say, Patrick, can you take me to the store, corner store? And like any good Southside lady, it was because she needed beer and cigarettes. Of course. Like she, like, thought she, she needed fucking food and medicine? No. 
these women survived the depression. They buried their husbands in the 70s because they all ate fucking bacon every day. But of course, we'd go to the liquor store. I'd say, hey, grandma, you mind picking me up a, a 12-er? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, no problem, Pat. Do you think? So it was very acceptable. Oh, that's, you know, come on. No, he's, I get it. He's working. He's going to school. The man can have a beer on the, uh, you know, on the front steps I mean, like it, every other working schmo on the south side. It is hilarious how we can send, you know, 18-year-olds to war, but yeah. they can't have a drink. Ridiculous. But I also think booze is bad. So. so not only did I get into it like that way, but then that's how we relax on the weekends. Obviously, college, yeah. you're drinking. Then I go right into working into the bar industry before I'm 21. Bad. So there's the liquor industry. Um, you and guys then, didn't know, Pat, when he worked in the bar industry. <laughs> yeah. It was bad News well, not only did cares. I work in the bar industry, but then I also had, you know, as my career advance and life advance, and I, I got a little bit of what some may say fame, at least locally behind me, is that um, on a very smaller level than the fancy folks out in L.A., but a lot of doors get opened. Yeah. And when you show up to the bar or the club, um, they're happy to have you there because, you know, you know, uh, you work at the radio station. And maybe if you have a good time here, you know, who knows? You may talk about talk about it on the air. By the way, we won't. We won't. That's called. That's all types of breaking laws. But they, they will just feed him drinks. They will comp your fucking tab. They will let you order anything in the house for you, your friends, the girl you're trying to pick up. Oh, send that blonde down there a fucking shot on me. Got you, Pat. Do you think now going back? Kind of wrapping this up because this is why wow, this is fun. Let's this keep is going. Getting upsetting now. What are you talking, about? <laughs> talking about Pat's deep dark secrets. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you think that fucked you up at all with the chick with the, your friend's mom? No, 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 no. It was just kind of caught me off guard today when I heard the Gen Z algebra equation of what's the proper, you know. Uh, parameters yeah. for dating and i was like boy i always knew it was kind of off but that's like really off yeah no 16 is never I mean, appropriate for somebody over 40 <laughs> ever but, bar. yeah and no i always kind of like looking back but again it kind of became a little bit it's it, it is very true it's very you know our society is different with that shit up until recently yes no like, i agree back then literally that is when i mean this is before that but right after that in the late 90s the american pie movies come out you said jennifer yeah. what's her name was her jennifer name? coolidge yeah. uh you know she became stifler's mom and all of a sudden it became that was a cultural joke you fucked your friend's mom and it was okay um t- dare i talk about the mary Kay Letourneau's yeah. of the world right there's been other cases where males just always got a little bit of a pass. Yeah, absolutely. I think even South Park did that bit when they had Ike, little Ike, yeah. kind of kindergarten Ike, was cheating uh, with his kindergarten teacher, of course. <laughs> that was such a gross <laughs> it was so episode. funny. But, you know, it, it was the funny part was as his brother, Kyle's trying to go to the police and tell him, the cops all, all <laughs> they literally, this is the uh, response. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. And he's looking at him like, are you going to do something about it? So there was always kind of a little bit of that stigma where, like, it's okay for a guy. You're just fucking doing your thing. The 90s were a very different time. (laughs) Well, I mean, everything was. I think up until recently, not till till recently would we now put boys and uh, girls on the same. I think we would attack a, a, a woman. Who would like again hook up with a fourteen year old the same way we would attack a a, a man teacher who'd hook up with a fourteen year old? I think it's now even back then. Like I said, a little bit of cultural no, difference. I get it. But did it fuck me up? No, I think yeah. it maybe gave me. I mean, just you having got your jollies off, so that was really all. Having you cared about. wild sescapades that early probably didn't help with like my expectations of 
um, how we uh, uh, properly have intimacy because yeah, it was no. a lot of hooking up wherever, whenever, dark closets, yeah, that's not behind really... people's backs. And once yeah. you kind of start learning to make sexuality a secret, you kind of can continue that. Yeah. And maybe that's where I got that, right? Because I did get good at having kind of these compartmentalized sexual relationships that were kind of, you know, outside of the realm of the public view or uh, the person I was dating at the time, whatever. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it did any big damage. Um, it, it was something, uh, you know, that uh, probably uh, I would not let my son do. How about that? No. Ew, See? ew, and ew. See? And just when you thought the podcast was going to be all about dogs. <laughs> The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.